0: We're trying. This this world's wild, dude. It's fucking the the government's talking about aliens now, and I'm like, dude, the fact that you guys are talking about it now, I don't believe. Now it ain't real, cause you, cause if you know about it and you guys want to talk about it, I don't believe it. That's the funniest thing about like that shit though. As soon as the government talks about it, you're like, oh shit, can't be real. It's a psyop. They're doing, this is a distraction. Fuck them. Like aliens were way cooler when the government told us they weren't real, dude. They were way cooler. No, I'm like, if aliens show up, I'm like, dude, just go home. Like, like, it was it was cooler when we thought you were up there just doing spying on us. Like, now we know you want us to be part of some galactic federation. You want us to, like, go in space. Dude, I haven't even been to fucking Egypt yet, bro. I haven't, I haven't even been to the place that everyone says you built. Did you build it? No. Obviously, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe they did. Who knows? Honestly, if aliens built it, then we're the aliens because we built it, dude. That's just what it is. All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 120 of the podcast. Sorry we missed you guys for a few weeks there. We had some unpredicted weather here in the Springs, made it difficult for us to get together and film, but we're back today, chilling in the new studio, and uh, man, it feels great. We've been working here for about two and a half weeks now. I do want to film at the home studio, but you know, I'm still a little nervous about filming over there just because of you know our, our run-ins with, with local code enforcement, so we're going to film here for now. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Um, let's get into it. So I don't know if anyone saw my post I made a few weeks ago where I was addressing a specific code enforcement agent for the county I live in. Um, that post, I was actually asked to make that post by my attorney and my wife because the local code enforcement did not see any proof that we were working in the new studio. They're like, we only see videos of the old home studio. So um, we don't have any proof that you're actually working there. So I posted a video showing proof that I was working in the new studio. Uh, Well, I put a little sauce on it, too, and that little extra bit of sauce got me a call from the Colorado State Attorney asking me to remove the post because they were getting a flood of derogatory emails to their code enforcement office. Um, I didn't ask anyone to email, but I love all of you that did. Um, That was very sweet of you to voice your opinions and your concerns with the quality of their work, and that's what you do with public servants. You let them know, hey, we're not happy with how you're doing today. Um, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. I wanted to address that immediately for anyone that was confused about all that craziness that was going on. Our case is still not closed. We're still dealing with them. Don't really know what they want or what their goal is here. Cause I moved the business. I've been compliant and I've actually improved the area I'm in cause I've remodeled the building. So I'm improving the local area and investing in local economy, doing everything that you'd want a young person to do, um, to help keep the economy growing in an area where, you know, maybe things have slowed down because it's mostly old people. Cause it's a big ret- military retirement area. But either way we're here crushing making pipes spinning water and smoking weed all day and just doing our thing and we just say fuck them and fuck it we go harder doesn't really matter um but we've had an awesome few weeks here in the studio i've already crushed out a bunch of glass we did our first sunday sale with all pieces that were made here at the new studio went really well thank you for everybody that came out and supported that it's a huge 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 deal i was very nervous doing my first like group made here and i'm like are people still going to buy glass i always get nervous when I do some big milestone that that was like the end of the game. Like I was like, Oh, did I beat the game? Now it's done. Like I want to keep playing. I want to keep blowing glass. I want to keep um, finding new collectors and having people experience my work. These are my goals. And I hope to keep fucking doing it. Um, today we got a couple different things on the table. We had this little mini blooper. There was a special request from the Patreon crew. They wanted me to make a blooper and, and I wanted to make something that was more affordable and, um, So, this was the first go at the design. I really love how it works. We're going to dab on it today and talk about it a bunch. We have a personal piece right here, which is Cranberry. It looks kind of like Telemagenta. It's a 10 mil mini double diffuse. This one cracked on me while I was working on it, but I fixed the crack. But even though it cracked, I'm not even though I fixed it, it's not something I want to sell because it has a little blemish. But it gets to be my new piece. I have my own 2023 RBR now because. You know, gotta have a freshie. I've been smoking a 2019 RBR since 2019, so like it's time to get a fresh one. I need a new 2023 14 mil too, though, because I love 14s. And uh, we're smoking on some rainbow rainbow belts from Green Dot. Really, don't really know how to explain the terp on this. It's just like good weed. You know, it, it tastes like a little bit like everything, a little bit of gassy, a little bit of hashy, um, kind of like a savory, almost like pastry flavor to it. But it's a little bit of everything. And then the hash on the table today, we have the A5 Wagyu, which is, you know, that that funky beef. And that's some green dye as well. That's a rosin. Literally the the label on there is a little cube of A5 Wagyu. Kind of goofy. Um, and then we have some of this Halo remix, which is a, a sour diesel mix. And we're going to smoke on all those today. It's fun. I'm like, we're, we're in here doing the podcast right now, and the whole team's out there fucking blowing glass. Like, it is fucking sick that we're able to do this all in one spot you know, I wasn't happy that I had to like make this huge investment move, but it was a plan of mine to do in the next couple of years, regardless. So I was doing this regardless of code enforcement. They just forced me to do it quicker than I wanted. And I realized now after the whole situation, the reason I really got so upset is because I'm way too competitive. I'm very competitive. I felt like someone was beating me and I was like, no, (laughs) you can't beat me. Like that's how I felt. And, um, Looking back on it now, it's easier for me to cope with a lot of it when I realize that I'm just an extremely competitive person and that's what was really grinding my gears was that someone was telling me what to do and they were winning the game. But, you know, hopefully I could just move on and play another game now and try to win something else because they won that one. They got me out of my house. They made me move the business. No big deal. We fucking did it. And we did it um, in the highest level possible. I mean, the move we made was... We didn't downgrade at all i mean we 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 super upgraded I, that's but that's how that was the only way in my mind to feel like a winner i was like no they're not going to force me out of my house and force me into a shitty situation where we're all uncomfortable and it's not a nice studio and we'll eventually have to upgrade anyways i'm like no we're going if you're going to force me out of my house i'm gonna my fuck you is i'm gonna go super hard make something super nice and who knows they might come in and try to shut this down too but this one i will fight in court because we're in an m1 zoned area everything's done right it's absolutely beautiful space. We're the only unit out of the 17 units in this area in this little business part in this industrial park I'm in. We're the only one that remodeled the unit. Even the owner of the building is just like, we want you to have more units like you you made. This is incredibly nice, um, which sometimes can be dangerous, too, because then if when your lease runs out, they might hit you with something and be like, no, you guys have to move on. And then now they have a brand new building you redid for them and they get to rent it for a higher rate to someone else. But let's hope that doesn't happen. Either way. <laughs> either way, we're gonna keep on crushing. So I don't really give a fuck. Um, let's take some dabs. So we could talk about this blooper. Yeah, today I'm actually going over to Avant Garde studio to talk about this hammer collab to get that going. I had to put a lot of shit on the back burners because of this new studio. So I'm like, now I'm trying to get kind of caught up with all of the projects that I had to put on hold. First, one is going to be with Avant Garde because they're the homie, they're they're friends, they're family. Um, So, and I I just generally want to work with them. You know, I want to make a piece of them. I think we can make, like, what we're making is basically a celestial hammer. It's going to be the type of turp hammer that maybe, like, a space viking might use to navigate the cosmos, you know, something like that while getting high the whole time. This thing is going to be legendary, all crystal, all clear, but it's going to just be all engraved and carved like there's going to be an armillary sphere in it which is those new drains i'm doing but i'm doing the full armillary sphere because in the recent piece which i should have in here give me a second brandon Did you grab that All right, sorry guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. There's another piece we have to smoke today. I totally forgot to bust this piece out. Um, so we can talk about that a little bit, too. <coughs> but the hammer's going to have the full armillary sphere that I couldn't do the full sphere on the actual drain of this one. Thanks, bro. You're good. Custom light adjustment. Oh, let's see here. How did I forget that one? Um, so this piece right here is like partial armillary drain. So it has like the sphere of rings going around it. But the original design, there's actually supposed to be another big ring that goes around the whole thing. And this was supposed to be kind of floating in it. But I ran out of color. So I did like a smaller, more compact version of it. But in the actual hammer we're going to be doing, I'm going to have the full armillary sphere. And all the rings are going to be carved. So the whole thing's going to look like there's fucking like like a story, almost like when you go to Egypt and you see all the temples of like Karnak that are just carved with hieroglyphs even though, let's be real the Egyptians found Karnak they found all those places and then they graffitied the walls with their stories and took over and said, we made it, but they didn't they didn't make it and aliens didn't make it either but An ancient race of people that we know very little about pre-Diluvian, pre-flood. That's who made it. And then the fucking Egyptians moved in and carved their shit. Ramses carved his fucking name on everything. He put his name on everything. And they're like, oh, everything must be made by Ramses. It's like, no, Ramses just had the gang of dudes going around carving his fucking name on everything. Look at the carvings on there, how sloppy the carvings are. And then look at how clean the actual structures are. Two different people made that. One person graffitied it. One person made it. Not the same people, but either way, armillary drain. So, <laughs> so the, the the celestial hammer we're gonna do is gonna have the full armillary in it, and the whole thing's gonna be carved. The whole thing's gonna look like avant-garde tech, where the water goes through the walls. It's gonna be fucking insane. It's gonna be a recycler. I'm very excited to do it. It's gonna be a long project. I guarantee it takes us over a month to make the piece. Um, and we live right near each other. It's cause it's going to be a lot of back and forth. Like here, put this together. Okay. Now you take it and carve this section before I assemble the next thing. And then once it's fully assembled, then we go back in and recarve stuff. And yeah, and who knows if we'll even sell it, it's probably going to be too expensive and too big and too crazy, but that's art. Isn't always about trying to make money. Sometimes you just got to make it cause you want to make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if it finds a home and finds someone that will take care of it and love it and you know, travel the cosmos with it, like intended, then great, then great. They can have it, but I'm making it cause I want to, and I want to work with the homie cause we've been for years, we've been talking about collabing, but we're both always in between projects. The people who own avant-garde are busy, creative driven people. And when you're like that, it makes it And you're both, both parties are like that. It makes it hard to come together and work cause you're both always on the next thing and trying to do this, or trying to get that done. And we also all have kids, kids take up so much fucking time. Crazy, um, love them, but they take up a ton of time. Um, but yeah, very excited for that project. And then we also have some other artists that are going to be coming through here at Bearmount Mountain Studios. I won't name drop anyone just yet because I haven't seen a plane ticket bought or anything. But we do have people coming through here to work now that the studio is put together. i um, excited to start sharing a lot of the content here because uh, there's going to be a lot of different things and projects we're doing here that was much different than the home studio, things we could never do in the home studio. We just we just have space here. We can go crazy. We can be loud. We can do big things here. No one cares because we're in an industrial area. The guy next to me is a welder that builds like huge like oil rig things, and they're like cutting massive things of steel and have cranes over there. It's loud as shit. There's smoke and sparks flying everywhere. Then the other people next to me are like this like screen printer in a CNC shop that have huge ventilation and everything too for whatever the fuck they're working on. Um, so. We have, we're in a space where it's appropriate to go wild, make big shit, be loud with tools, fucking party, and just get it done. Uh, the party part is that I added that. I don't know if everyone would agree that you should be uh, consuming medical marijuana while working in an industrial space. But if you're someone like me who uh, has petty mall, which is a form of epilepsy, you got to smoke that weed because it really helps. <laughs> it really helps with, uh, with that. Um, so we're going to take some dabs and continue helping. And we're going to smoke this too. We're going to smoke the armillary because that's such a fun piece to watch function. Um, let's heat up this now real quick here on the blooper. And uh, very excited to start doing some different stuff for Patreon. That's what we're gonna do this year with Patreon. Like, what do you guys want to see this week? What like what bear like even if it's not something I make, I'll make a Bear Mountain version for you guys. Like, that's what's fun about the Patreon is like not only you getting like access to exclusive drops, but like I'm gonna start, you know, having things where you can request things. And if I think it's something that I can do within a certain price range, cause that's the thing too. I'm like, what price range are we thinking here for this type of project? What are you guys like, what would someone actually pay for something like this? And I'll try to design something within that, um, within that price range, um, while still making my, like, you know, my ideas too, this is like collaborative though. That's how I see it. It's like the people who support the brand and product are also going to say, Hey, like, we'd like to see this. I think that's really important and different than what most people offer in this industry. Um, just don't want that to be too loud on the mic for you guys. Um, But yeah, so this is like one of the first things is the mini blooper. They're so smooth. It's like scary smooth. Um, And I've made bloopers in the past, like way back in the day before the RBR. And uh, people just weren't, it wasn't as popular then. This recyclers are what was hot. Uh, Now a lot of people like this like blooper design. So I wanted to make something that get the can as short and small as possible. While still doing all that function, so that it was a nice little daily driver and it was affordable and had, you know, cool function and cool construction. When you look at the bloopers, like you actually look at how all the welds are and everything, they're visually a pretty cool piece to look at. There's it's a nice little simple but technical piece at the same time. Um, and years ago I wouldn't be able to make a blooper like this because I didn't have the equipment. This does, in my opinion, require if you want to do it really, really right, a lathe really helps. Um, and I didn't have them back in the days when I was originally making bloopers. So and they weren't even called bloopers then. I just, they were like a disc, like a, a perk you'd put in there. But now how these are set up is like this one is is a disc, but it has four big cuts in it. Those big cuts only let a certain amount of water through when it's draining. And then it makes that blooping noise, like bloop, bloop, bloop. That's where they get the name. People call them bloopers for that reason. Um I've been saying blooper to my wife and my team for the last few days and they they really have been like, what are you talking? What are you talking about? Like they think I'm talking, my one guy thought I was saying blue bird. He thought it was a new flavor hash. I was like, try that blooper. And he thought I was saying, try that blue bird. So he's walking around the studio trying to find some hash called blue bird. Like, you know, it's, you know, not everyone knows about the bloopers even though it's, I think for the last couple of years it's been a pretty popular um, style piece. Um, and a few people, um, did them and kind of like made it popular i unfortunately don't remember exactly which artists were like kind of promoting the blooper as a specific design and that that blooping was part of it um you know back in the day i always thought that maybe like bloopers people didn't like them because because it like would hold water and sometimes smoke would get trapped in the bottom until it blooped out but with these newer ones, like the way this one's set up, you can actually clear it all, which is pretty cool. It doesn't really get the trapped, too much trapped smoke. Very right, cool. That's already fucking to time. Sick. Gotta scoop a dab out, but we got it. Take a little dab. I'm going to hit this one at about 480 to 470, somewhere in there. And yeah. All right. Let's try her out. First tip of the day! (coughs) It hits ya. So direct. Flavor cannon. Whoa. (coughs) So much flavor that I just gleated onto the nail. I saw it shoot out and sizzle when I hit it. Kind of gross. But that's how much flavor it has. Alright, we'll listen to the bloop sound. You hear it right there. But that's the noise. That indicates the name. She's a blooper. <coughs> I'm dying. Oh. oh my god. Whoa. First day of the day, I got to blow my nose. Holy shit. Woo, it smells like alcohol. Oh, God. Poor choice. Oh, God. This is the rag I used to wipe the nail off. And now, all I smell is alcohol. But still, I'm feeling great. Fuck it. <coughs> wow, that halo. I probably should have taken that a hair lower. It wasn't like I took it super hot, but warm enough for it. It was a, it was a real eye-opener. And really, honestly, now I eye closer, my eyes have gotten twice as small since I took that dab. But yeah, the blooper, super direct, super smooth. Um, I was super surprised how well the first one came out. This one was kind of just like the tester to see if, like, the design worked with, like, the little bit of a flared foot and the little bit of a flared top with, like, like some curve in the middle. This is exactly what I was going for. The mouthpiece is set in a different way. Usually people would put the mouthpiece out the back here. I put the mouthpiece. The reason this is a sketchy place to put the mouthpiece while you're building something like this is because it's right near the joint and this weld. Um, But that's where I wanted the mouthpiece because I had these pipes that I used to make. that were just called honey jars, not honey jar recyclers. They were called honey jars. And there's a few of you that are watching this right now that probably have one from back in the day. They were just a honey jar can. And then they had like this exact shape right here, but it was right in the middle. And then they had a sidecar mouthpiece on the side. And then the perk was an inline perk with a joint that came out right here. So this was kind of like I want to get, I want to make a piece that's similar to the honey jar bub that I used to make back in the day, but more modernized, a little bit different, but still following like certain classic Bear Mountain shape. So that's what you see in here is some of those classic shapes that were in those original honey jars. While this is like a little bit more modified, it has a purpose, it's supposed to be a blooper, but mini. Um that's like is probably as small as far as height-wise, I could get the can. For it to keep doing that function. Um, I mean, when you put it next to a mini double diffuse, you can see just the can and the mini double double diffuse is taller. They're about the same height with the mouthpiece. I could probably do the mouthpiece a little shorter. This section right here is literally just for splash. Um, even though once the nails on it and everything, and this is a really high water level. I'm running like high water level on this blooper, but I like the way it functions with that higher water level. It's like effortless and it's so much bubble action. It's like you can just feel it rumbling. Um but yeah, pretty compact can, um, and it does the trick, and it's really just like, there's like nothing you can break on the piece. like you could break the mouthpiece off, but that'd be an easier repair. It's a lot it, it's just it's a really heavy duty piece, being that the perk is also welded in three places. The, it's welded at the top, the middle, and the bottom. So like this can right here is like a fucking little tank dude, and it's just just it's, it'd be a great daily. That bloops but it has great just great function sound everything and the profile because the top of it's flat and flared out you're actually looking down on the holes in that disc you can see the holes clearly the smoke bubbling through them it's a cool visual for the person that's using the piece as well um but yeah overall just like really stoked how it came out the whole team like has not put this thing down like this is what everyone's been wanting to smoke they even when i was doing the podcast today getting ready for it they're like is the blooper around? I was like, yeah, I cleaned it. It's in the other room. They're like, oh, can I hit it before they do the podcast? And I was like, yes. Um, I think Cormac ripped the RBR, but Mike and Brandon were about the blooper. Um, but yeah, stoked how the first one came out. It's uh, With glass, it's always fun to do something that's a little bit new, but this definitely follows patterns, shapes, and things that I do in all my pieces. But it's like little, a couple little different things. <coughs> Which makes it a totally different piece, the way it hits everything, the way it feels. This is also one of those pieces, too, that I think looks better with a nail in it. I think the nail really balances these pieces and aesthetically looks really nice with it. Oh, that's right here. Oh, I stick your hand all that fucking 99, dude. Sick. sick. Um, but when you put the nail in it, I think it like really balances the piece. It's one of those pieces that like, it definitely looks, in my opinion, better with a nail in it. But that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have the nail. On it. You're supposed to be using it. It's not supposed to be on display to tell people how you smoke it sometimes. It's supposed to be on the table getting shredded and fucking used. Like that's what my glass my glass is supposed to be used. It's supposed to be daily drivers that gets fucking shredded. Yes, I can make some really expensive stuff that you maybe just leave in the case on a display thing and only take out on special occasions to smoke with people. But the majority of the work that I put out is made to be like used at the party it's made to be like used as your daily like thing your ritual that calms you down or it's something you look forward to after a long ass day of work it's supposed to be used and work perfect every time you know that's that's always my goal with this stuff because i'm someone that is a daily user myself like i said i'm a medical marijuana patient so i have to use it also i love it recreational but it's also something that i medically it works much better for me than medicines like regular traditional western medicine um, but yeah, you know, you got to find what works for you too. It doesn't work for everybody. Some people smoke weed and it induces more, uh, issues than it helps. Like if you have like tendencies of, you know, mental health stuff, it might make it shit worse, you know? So it's really, you got to find what works for you. Some people just yoga and staying hydrated works great for them. So, you know, figure it out. You got to do tests, be a scientist, figure out what works for you. <coughs> well, I want to smoke the armillary drain, talk about it goddamn I'll tell you what though like getting stoned here is different than the house when I'm at the house there's like somewhere I can lay down when I get too stoned here at the studio I literally just have to go work at the torch which is kind of better I feel like I get more done here um because like I still grind at night late here sometimes but for the most part I'm going home by like six and then like spend time with the family and stuff but I do miss like working from home because literally I was home all day so like my daughter gets home at like three and then it's like, Oh, like, we're just playing and I'm working and playing. Like I'm home all day with my wife and we can like hang out while I'm working and stuff. And now it's like I go somewhere and I'm just like working the whole time, which big picture, I think maybe better in the long run. Cause I'll be able to like get my work done at work. And then when I go home, maybe I can go to bed earlier and not have to work so late. Um, because I'm getting so much done during the first part of the day. Um, but I always try to find the silver lining in every situation. Like, this is a great situation for now. Um, and I hope that it just keeps getting better here. But, yeah, I miss having my dog with me every day. I'm going to start bringing him to work here, though. We've just been waiting to get this fucking insert for my car. so that Because, like, I was going to have Brandon pick him up every day because Brandon uh, uses one of our vehicles. So I was like, just throw him in the back of that SUV. But at the same time, like, I don't want to have to have someone be like my dog carrying service i'd rather just fucking take the boy with me when we go drop the kid off at school and stuff so yeah i'm supposed to be here today then i can start fucking bringing him with me because i miss having my dog next to me all day just being crazy um and but this is better this is better just change you know shit change is a humans i feel like don't like change it's like scary for us we like consistency and predictability it makes us feel like everything's gonna be okay (laughs) you know but change is good I think it's going to bring cooler and new glass. I don't think I would have ever, like, collabed with a lot of the people that I've had opportunities to collab with if I stayed at the home studio just because I was in my own little cave and I was almost, like, scared to leave it, even, like, do anything well, I knew it was all temporary. I was fucking right, too. You know what? I was fucking right. It was temporary. That's why I crushed so hard at my home studio because I was like, this isn't going to be forever. They're going to – someone's going to fuck this up. Like, it's facts. So that's why I'm still going hard because all this shit is so temporary. Like, it's crazy how little control you have as a a land owning, business owning, tax paying American citizen. It's crazy how little power you have to, you know, have some control of the narrative and where you live. It's nuts. Um, And, like, you can have power if you're willing to pay thousands of dollars and fight, but it shouldn't be like that. Not everyone has an extra, you know, five or 10 grand to just give a lawyer to go fucking. Prove that it's okay for us all to be different and still live around each other. You know, it's like, I live in a very conservative place though. And the older I get now that my daughter's going into like all these different schools and all that, I'm like, whoa, dude, I live in like, these people are fucking different down here. Water. Yeah, bro, that would suck, right? Yeah. Just see the whole thing milk up and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, bro, water. Water would be good. I got some coconut water here. Of that, no, I'll steal water from other rigs. Let me get a sip of this though, real quick. But yeah, I'm realizing how conservative, conservative of an area I live in now that like I'm interacting with the people in this area more. For fucking six, seven years, I was just in my garage and I only went to the grocery store. I didn't, wasn't part of the community, didn't talk to anyone, just pay my taxes, whatever. Now I'm going to like school events and like parent teacher stuff and this and that. And I'm like, good God, like you people. Mm everybody's nice, but they're living in a, in a bubble that they're setting themselves up to get upset. You know, when you have really, really rigid beliefs and you feel everyone should feel the same way, you're setting yourself up for a bad time. Like, it's like having expectations. It's like, it's like planning a trip to a concert or a water park three months away and be like, dude, it's going to be the nicest day ever. And then you go and it's fucking pouring and it's hell. And like, that's, I don't know not trying to be negative sometimes i go on a little negative rants here but it's because i fucking can't help it y'all like the shit going on the people around i'm like everyone needs to find some way of chilling out i'm not saying oh everyone go smoke weed i'm saying like figure it out find out what works for you but figure it out dude because people are intense nowadays it's wild people Outside, dude. I seen him. Just in here smoking mad you, dude. Oh, it's PVC flooring. It can get wet. Alright, we need more water. Fuck. Okay, blooper. Stealing some from me. Let's see if it's enough. <coughs> should be. This piece is pretty fat. Oh, yeah, I'm making a mess today. It's gonna be just enough. Honestly, I'd probably run higher water level than that, cause I don't, I don't always shred a piece super hard. Let's wipe up this fucking water. All right, let's let's just test her out and see what she's doing here. Yeah, she needs more water. Uh, bro, would you just throw a drop in that water cooler right behind you? Just throw like a drop in there and I'll empty out if it's too much. Just throw a little bit in there though. Basically up to that first disc. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to line it up, dude. We're doing we're doing some we're doing some uh pipe stuff right now, getting these pipes filled. Sick. That's perfect, bro. That'll do it. I just need a little bit more. Teamwork. Oh yeah. But yeah, today I'm working on some different stuff, working on, like, little hammers and some more affordable stuff for Patreon, for a nice affordable functional drop with some new products in it. And, um, because, you know, like, really, like, really high-end, like, really expensive glass, like, this piece right here, like, it definitely takes, like, a specific type of buyer, like, and, like, I have, like, a lot of just, like, I feel like I have a lot of, like, people that were, like, me, like, work, like traditional jobs and stuff like that and when you work a traditional job you're not always like coming across like massive amounts of money like you work for your money you save your money and then you spend it on something you wanted um so i feel like the majority of like people that like collect and find my work or you know this is just too expensive but that's why i offer a little bit of everything in different price ranges but i always love when like i find collectors and buyers that are willing to support these types of projects because these really push me stuff like this is challenging it's it's a puzzle um like building this drain like my guys were watching me do it because I made this thing here like this is pretty sick that I made such a heady piece here too like I'm, that means I'm pretty comfortable here now um but just how I had to get the drain inside there like I had to make a, an initial ring and then I put the drain inside the ring and then I had these two arms that came out and I had to like bend those separately up and then connect to make the you know ball around it. And I was just like, it was quite the project, but I learned a lot on it and it gave me a lot of new ideas, especially for like a new dry piece. Like, and even like when I was making this section, like Brandon saw too, he's like, dude, that would make a crazy, like Sherlock. I'm like, I know bro. I'm like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I need to have like an armillary Sherlock. Like I have an idea for one. It could even be a a little bub. Maybe I'll make one for Patreon, just to show it off to people. Cause it'd be pretty fucking crazy. I got ideas. I got these ideas, dude. And I want to try them. Little flower bub. I don't even think with a removable stem. Maybe. I used to love those ones that were just the bowl is built in, though, you know? Just a little built-in bubbler with a bowl. That'd be sick, honestly. Ideas. I got some ideas. We'll figure it out. Um, What am I looking for? Tweezers. I got them. I got to get my accessory out. It's not the one I want. There it is. You know, you just have certain pillars that you like more, whether it be the weight of them or how they're cut or whatever, faceted. I like this one a lot. It's like super sharp and it's like the perfect size. It's like kind of chunky and it depends on the size of the cuts in your nail. Sometimes you get a nail with smaller cuts in it, which means it's a lot more restrictive and a big pillar like that won't be a good time because you have to pull way too hard to get it to turn. When you have a nail with really small cuts in it, putting a valve marble in there or a marble is going to work much better than a pillar. But then when you have a nail with larger cuts and a higher airflow, you can put big pillars in there and they just fucking move like a little fucking like squeegee, just going around the nail, just vaporizing the turps. So your whatever accessory you put in the nail is usually determined by type of airflow you have in that nail. Um, so I always like I have different like like I use the marble for this now 'cause because this is like a really like restrict high restriction now. I can give you a great like quick like little example of this. Let me do this real quick before I get too stoned because this is kind of because I've gotten emails and stuff about this before and people get nails and different pieces and shit. Get that out of here. I don't want to set it on anything because so I don't want to fuck up any of the furniture and get in trouble. You know, fucking put alcohol on something. Fuck it up. Okay. So, we're going to show you on this nail right here. Alright, so, here's a valve marble. This is what the valve marble is going to do in a nail with a high airflow. Let's see if it does it. Oh, it's not doing it. Okay, usually it will jump... So, let's try it on this one. It might be because this is a bigger piece, so it kind of reduces the amount of, like, airflow you're getting. But sometimes they'll, like, jump too high, and they'll, like, get near the actual, like, opening of the nail, or they'll, like, bounce. And, like, when it's all the way up there spinning, it's not doing anything to your turps. Like, it's it's gone past the turps. Now it's up there in the sky. Um, but when you put a pillar in a nail like this, come back here it will like just shred and stay lower because the pillar's longer even though it touches that marble that bottom thing is like a squeegee just hitting and even on like this one too it's like see that one climbs to the top too but those pillars like because of the length and the way it sits on the marble it stays in the right area where it's going to be like kind of protecting any like splash from going down the neck too much but also vaporizing turps that climb that high um, whereas like this fucking nail right here, um, this one's really restrictive. Like I have a, I have a few different 14 mil slurpers from Evan shore. They all kind of have a little bit different airflow. They're from different years and stuff. Um, so just like pipes, like they vary. Um, but this one's got a lot smaller cuts in it. So it's more restrictive. I don't like using a pillar in this one. So just, I mean, it stays low. It works good still, but I much prefer like the valve marble on like this uh higher restricted now because the way it spins and the way it sounds and everything that stays low i don't know it's all preference but that's why like when we send out our slurper sets there's four different accessories there's a big pillar a medium pillar and then like the valve marble so you can find like depending what nail you have and how it smokes you can use the uh, correct or at least in my opinion whatever is best for you you have the options is the most important thing i guess All right, let's take a dab on the armillary drain. Let's check it out. I just inhaled some alcohol because that now I didn't wipe off yet. Oh, man, that was weird. You ever just inhale some alcohol? There was one time I was at a cannabis cup, my first one ever, and we had a booth there, and we had glass out, and the guy I was sharing a booth with was cleaning one of his pieces before the event really got going, and he filled it with ISO, and a person walked up and pulled on the piece super hard. And they, like, drank a bunch of ISO, and inhaled it, and, like, they got really sick. And, like, anytime I inhale ISO, I just think about that kid's face. When he pulled on that rig full of ISO, it's like, damn, dude, he's going to have a bad day. He just got here. Like, he just, that was it. Like, he will always remember, like, this booth with my name on it with another person's. That, like, this is, that was my, my first, it was probably, maybe it was his first cannabis cup. He's like, I'm in Denver. This is sick. And, he, oh, I want to pull on that piece. And it's just full of alcohol. Oh, man. Nasty. All right, let's warm up this now and take a dab on the armillary drain. So the name where it comes up, look up like armillary sphere, and then you'll see the definition, and then you'll get the drain. It's like, and you know what? I'm from upstate New York where we say, we pronounce things wrong. Like, we say, like, things weird, and I don't even you know, you all know I say things weird. But... So when you look it up and read the word, you might say like, "Oh, this is pronounced like this." Evan, you fucking idiot. But don't worry about it, okay? I spelled it right. I googled it. All right, chill. <coughs> I'm trying over here, dude. I make pipes all day. I don't I'm not out there doing grammar. I'm not out there spelling shit. I'm just staring at fire, making stuff. They said that we were gonna get five inches. Doesn't look like it happened. That's pretty awesome. I have to go to a school event tonight. I have to go look at one more school. I've had to go look at like seven different schools for my kid. My wife really wants to make sure we're picking the right one, and also have backups because if we don't get into the one we want, because we have to, we have to apply for schools, and then they either let you in or they don't. And because the Colorado Springs has gotten so big, like they haven't, they've grown quicker than the infrastructure. So it's like getting in like the better schools or just having access to schools is like. It's a whole thing. not going to overheat this because there's no need. No need. Boys out there working their brain and shipping the last Sunday sale. Mike's encasing bear paw opals and Cormac's sleeving colored tubing. we are making some new tube for new pieces. And then I got to go out there and make the pieces. I am tired. I am tired but at the same time feeling good but man dude it's like i think that like eventually i need like a little break like where i like i still am blowing glass but i'm just not under the gun kind of thing you know i feel like i've been running a marathon and just have not reached the finish line yet and i just like haven't even taken a water break i'm just like just running like just doing it and i definitely need to like find a way to to either like skip a drop or like do like maybe do no public drop one month and do just Patreon drops so that I can like slow down a little bit just for, just for a short time just to kind of catch my breath. But at the same time, like I built this crazy studio and spent all the monies. So I got a crush to keep paying for everything keep everybody paid. It's wild. It's some, some adult shit, dude. There's a lot of things that like, if someone told me when I was like first getting into glass blowing that I would like be running into, I would be like, I don't know, man, will I be able to do this? Cause like, I'm more about like the art end of it and just making fun things and blowing glass. But then like, there's all these other things like to be a business, you have to like all the different like accountants and lawyers and taxes and just like, uh, freaking employee shit. And just, it's all so confusing. My wife does it all, but she tries to explain it to me. It just gives me anxiety. I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Like, this is all so confusing. Um, can I just make pipes? Can I just blow glass? That's all I want to do. But yeah, I might need a break from like the business end for like a few weeks and then just maybe just make glass. And if my wife heard me saying that, she would slap me because she's like, you don't do shit for the business. You just make glass. Like I do all this dumb stuff and sit on phone calls all day and hold and call the accountant and check the numbers. And I'm like, I know, but, but when you tell me about it, it stresses me out. So maybe you need to take a break for a few weeks so I don't have to hear about it. I don't know. But I think it's just because we're going so fucking hard. And it's like naturally as a human, you're like, oh, I'm getting fucking winded a little bit. I need to chill out. Sick. Whoa. Oh, oh. <laughs> <coughs> I want to do an all-clear version, but with the bigger full drain, so you can see the bubbles easier going around everything. Definitely soon. Taking a fucking glass blowing class this summer, I'm really excited about. I've been wanting to take a class for, like, five years, but I haven't been able to because I've been so busy, like, trying to just keep Bear Mountain going. And, like, because I can't miss a day. I have to go every day, every day, every day, because it's, like, every day fucking counts. And um, so I have, like haven't taken classes but i really want to go learn more things and i'm taking a lathe class here in like june i'm very excited for it. i'm gonna fly out of town though i'm gonna miss my fam but i'm very excited to like just go learn some new shit because you can only teach yourself so much as humans we can solve a lot of problems but what i find is the only way i'm learning now is if i'm fucking up and i don't want to be fucking up all the time because i'd i rather be resting and spend time with my family and while i'm at work completing projects so the best way to avoid fucking up and learning is to actually just go learn from someone to avoid a bunch of fuck-ups. So, i um, taking a class with Siren Apparatus this year, which I'm really, really excited about. He's one of, the, like, the craziest, best lathe workers in the glass game. Um, I've been following his work for years, and I've been saying it for years. He makes, like, the nicest shit. Um, I, that's that's what i tell anyone that texts me who like who makes the best shit i'm like man i don't know probably like siren and evil empire make like some of the cleanest craziest technical work like so clean um the precision on it that it, it, it's like work for other artists like like it's like a, a glassblower's glassblower kind of thing you know what i'm saying like i'd say siren is a glassblower's glassblower because all your favorite blowers will look up to that dude and his work and be like, oh, damn, that dude's, like, fucking... That's, like, real. That's a real fucking glass glassblower right there, dude. That dude fucking knows what he's doing. Professional. So I'm very excited to take a class with him, um, which I'm hoping, hoping nothing crazy happens, you know, like, where I can't go. Because life is funny like that with me. Like, when me and my wife paid for our wedding to go to, like, Iceland, we had to pay, like, a year ahead of time, like... Two weeks after we paid, and we didn't have money we paid for this. This is, like, 2017. Um, We, like, saved our money and paid for our, like, elopement in Iceland. Two weeks later, she finds out she's pregnant. And we're like, oh, now we have to, like, cancel or, like, postpone it and then have a baby and then try to get back in shape again to go do these wedding photos on top of a volcano in Iceland. Oh, my God. It's, like, everything we've done, like, you know, there's always, like, something. It's, like, the, the universe is just testing us. And I appreciate it because I've learned a lot. But I'm I'm ready to take a break from the tests for a little bit. Maybe just, maybe just like two months. Give me a, like a summer. I want a summer with no test. I want summer break. I want to fucking be chilling, not stressed, and I don't want tests. test. But, you know, the more I talk about it, the more are gonna come. I guarantee. It's a really weird how like you know, if you talk about things, it almost attracts them. So fuck it. We got to delete this episode. I we can't be talk. I can't be talking about it. I'm stressing out, dude. No, fuck. I'm just kidding. That's the dabs. It's just the dabs. So I tell myself, dude, you did too much. It was the weed, bro. You're just stressed out now. No, I actually feel great today though. I'm excited to go talk to fucking avant-garde. I'm excited to go look at this school tonight with the kid and the wife and what's that? <laughs> okay. Sick. Sick. Um, uh, i'm excited i'm excited for tonight i'm a little like i think ang- the only anxiety i have today is that i'm not going to get as much glass made as i wanted but i think we're going to push our patreon drop back like a couple of days because we can um to give me more time to get that done and then i got to finish crushing out the clear presale the small one we just did and i'm on my schedule i'm on my shit i'm going i got my dental work done Like that means that that was the only thing I was scared of before. If I had an emergency dental thing that would fuck up my schedule. Cause like, this is how I think about like my life as far as how things are going. I'll be like, um, in the morning I'll be like drinking my coffee, like having like, I don't eat breakfast. My daughter has cereal and shit. I'll be just sitting with her while she's eating. And in my head, I'm like, Oh dude, like if I don't get this tooth fixed, like it might go sideways, like on a week where I have to get a certain amount of glass done and get it shipped. And then it gets all put behind. And then I have angry customers and then, Then I have to, like, I'm behind on work, and that means when you get behind on bills, I start having, like, that kind of, like, that um, domino effect with how, like, my thought process is going. And sometimes I start my day like that, so I'm like, fuck, dude, what am I doing? Like, But it's because I'm going so hard that I have a hard time taking care of myself so that I'm just pushing myself to the limits where I'm acknowledging that I'm going to push myself so hard that I'm going to crash at some point but I hope to God that I have enough of everything built up and in line that when I crash and I'm like dead for a couple months, I can recover and we'll be okay. We'll still have our business and home by the end of it, but that's no way to do things. You kind of got to like take care of yourself and preemptively so that you don't have a big crash. Um, But I'm always like, no, if I like go to that dental appointment, I won't get this piece done today and that piece. And then there'll be two less pieces at this drop. And I don't know. It's just a crazy way of thinking. I think it's what happens when you're an early parent because you're like trying to like convince yourself you have some control over what's happening, but you don't. You're like, I'm gonna make sure my kids are good. But it's like, no, fuck, dude, shit's crazy. I have no control. I just have to try and be there for everybody and be positive and take care of myself, like and just be present. That's it. Like everything else you have no control over. But as a human and as someone who's competitive, it's hard to let something else just take control, you know. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe one more derp? Maybe, maybe on the the armillary was fun. I kind of want one more on that. It was so smooth. Those triple diffused that little extra stack of water just extra smooth. Now that I've already had my first couple dabs of the day too, I'm all primed. You know, the engine's primed for terps. I'm ready. That first dab though, I was always like, oh shit, terps, and start choking me up. Yeah, man. Anybody that hung out with us today too, thank you for watching the podcast. Sorry that we were out for a couple weeks. Just fucking life, man. We're trying. This, this world's wild, dude. Just fucking... The the government's talking about aliens now. And I'm like, dude, the fact that you guys are talking about it, now I don't believe. Now it ain't real. Because cause if you know about it and you guys want to talk about it, I don't believe it. That's the funniest thing about like that shit, though. As soon as the government talks about it, you're like, oh, shit. Can't be real. It's a psyop. They're doing, this is a distraction. Fuck them. Like, aliens were way cooler when the government told us they weren't real, dude. They were way cooler. Now, I'm like, if aliens show up, I'm like, dude, just go home. Like, like, it was it was cooler when we thought you were up there just doing spying on us. Like, now we know you want us to be part of some galactic federation. You want us to, like, go in space. Dude, I haven't even been to fucking Egypt yet, bro. I haven't, I haven't even been to the place that everyone says you built. Did you build it? No. Obviously, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe they did. Who knows? Honestly, if aliens built it, then we're the aliens because we built it, dude. That's just what it is. It would make more sense if we were the aliens, anyways, bro. For real. Like, yeah. We're so weird. Humans are weird creatures. Damn. Oh, my tweezers are right here. Got them. Take one more hit on this, we'll call it a day. Well fucking we got check our schedule on our website though. We're uh all of our drops are like on a schedule pretty much for Patreon and public. So if you guys want to check that out, you can figure out when our next Sunday sale is. Next one sometime in March. Probably like mid to late March. We usually do it like sometime between like the twentieth and the twenty eighth usually of each month. Um but yeah, you can find all that on bmsglass.com best way to keep up with all of our drops and stuff too is really to sign up for those newsletters because um, Cassie will send them out like four or five days ahead of time as a reminder with like prices and stuff and then the night before the drop with prices and photos and then like that way everyone can get ready um, but yeah we try to make it as easy as we can for being like a small company we try to be as consistent as possible and follow a schedule So people can have little things to look forward to. Because I've had customers recently that are like, I've been saving up for a year. I'm finally going to participate in a Sunday sale. And like we tell them how to do everything so they have a higher chance. And this time, like I'm pretty sure each person that hit me up that was a first-time buyer was able to get their piece. Which is like pretty awesome. Um, But yeah, we greatly appreciate the support. We're going to have probably less RBRs in the next drop. We're still going to have RBRs in every drop. And I'm going to start trying to integrate some other products in there too. Some different stuff that I want to introduce, not like nothing, not like more expensive stuff, just more like designs and a few different things for people to try out that maybe already have an RBR and want to add something different to their collection. Um, because I know people that have like 10 RBRs. I'm like, dude, you got the RBRs, bro. You're set. Like if you want more glass to me, let me make something different. Let me make something else for you. Crazy, crazy amount of people that, um, over the years, it's, I'm in this fucking studio all day staring at fire, you know? I'm not, like, out there hanging out with people. So, for me, it's, like, I'm always, like, Instagram's not real. But there's, like, so many people out there that fucking have supported and bought the glass, like, all over the world. Like, the amount of people that we have in, like, Germany, the UK, uh, Spain, Australia, Canada, uh, different parts of South America, like, that smoke our glass and have it, it's just, like... Damn, like I see sashes like over in like the UK and like Germany and stuff where there's like three or four RBRs on the table. I'm like, God damn, this is cool as hell. Like, my little piece of glass I made is part of that culture over there right now. It's part of a memory, a part of a time. Like, these humans are together in these different parts of the world and they're using this to have an experience together, create a ritual together, whatever they're doing. Like, it's fucking cool. And I'm just like in my garage over here, stressed the fuck out. Smoking weed all day, dude. Just trying to like figure out. And, like, damn, I gotta find my own balance so I can go over to those sessions dude. I want to go to the UK. I want to go to Germany. I want to go all these different places and fucking meet people and just see what see what's up. I just wanna see what's up, you know. Just check it out, bro. Like, well, what's up? What's going on over here? It's like literally. I wanna I wanna like we just walk up to a session and be like, tell what's happening here. Tell me what's happening. Someone take my hand. Show me the way. Show me around this place. You know, I'll get there. I'll get there. I got a four-year-old. I got a new business and I've been building for 10 years. It's still new to me, so I call it a new business. It's new now. This is a real deal now. We're in a building. We're in a fucking commercial space. Um, I just want to be able to get everything balanced here before I go crazy and start traveling all over the place and doing different stuff with the glass industry and building other things. But I have a lot of ambition. Hopefully I can keep my head on straight so I can accomplish most of it. But, definitely, I feel like I, I go too hard. Like, that's the one thing, like, the guys that work here with us are, like, always, like, my standard is, like, a certain level that, like, makes everything, like, more challenging, just because, like, the studio didn't need to be fully trimmed out. Like, that's one point I always, like, make. There's, like, a lot of things we didn't have to do here that is, like, really unnecessary, but we want it to be a certain way. We want everything to be a certain We just want a certain quality and, like, we want everyone to be comfortable, and we want every experience that we're part of to be genuine, but of the highest quality. And sometimes they don't meet the mark, and I, I take, I fucking get upset when I don't, but I learn from it, and I do better. <clears throat> now that my throat's all dry, let's take another dad. Let's take another one. I got some coconut water over here. hit that coconut, hit that nut water. I've been getting I've been getting heavily into coconut water, bro. Like, only one kind though. I, I don't like coconut water, but I like this kind from Trader Joe's. This shit right here, this is not an ad, but if they wanted to sponsor me, they could totally. I'll just take cases of that shit. Cause I buy, I drink about four a day. I got so much potassium in my body right now, dude. Try to cramp me up. Try to cramp me up right now, dude. I have so much potassium in me. When people stress me out, I can't even stress. I have so much so much potassium. I can't even cramp up. Also a lot of calcium, so maybe my teeth are getting stronger. You know, this is what you do when you're uneducated and high. You read a word and you, uh, you pretend, you like, this probably does this. And then you convince yourself of that. And then you just go around feeling great that day. You're like, damn, dude, I got so much potassium in me. I'm so flexible. Damn, my calcium is so high right now, dude. My teeth are so strong. I won't have to go back to the dentist ever again. <laughs> it's so sick. But then you wake up one day and you're out of coconut water and the hash isn't that good and you're like, damn, dude, I think I gotta figure some things out here. I don't I don't know if I needed all that potassium. Maybe I just needed to go to sleep and drink more regular water. Coconut water's probably better than regular water, though, right? Probably not. Probably anything that your kidneys have to filter is bad for you because they're just filters. They get worn out eventually from something, one thing or another, right? But... Our bodies are just temporary structures that we, you know, use for a short time. Weird, temporary, biological structures. Yeah, man, this next dab probably might make me get real confused today. I'm already thinking really weird. It's already on the dabber, though. I'm going to be staring at fire and thinking of, like, just the the most wild shit I have no control over with the universe and how it's all connected, you know. That might be schizophrenia. Who knows? (laughs) just kidding no that's not in my family i just like joking around i watch too many comedy podcasts so i i just i feel like to me i'm like i just want to live in a comedy world where everything's kind of like dark but funny like i don't know i don't know no i'm not a comedian no sir oh sick man i've been just hitting the timers this episode honestly you know there's episodes out there where i've missed like six tabs in a row i swear like, it's ridiculous. Like, today's been pretty fucking on point. As far as, like, catching that timer at the perfect time to say a little something and then get the dab on there. Top of the nail was a little cold. I didn't fully heat it, but that was so tasty. <laughs> wow. Well... Folks, episode 120. We did it. We're back again. Aisha, always taking care of us. Driving all the way fucking down here to film my silly podcast. I love him. He's the best. Um, you guys rule. Make sure you guys check out um, our website. Sign up for the newsletter. That way you get emails about drops or new episodes of the podcast. All that's in the newsletter. Newsletter has everything. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for watching today. It was fun. Smoking these pieces, catching up. Um, Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And uh, this was episode 120 of the What's Up Everybody podcast. Later, everybody. Dude. Whoa. Stoned. I don't have to leave, though. Yeah, not yet. I can stay here and blow glass and chill out for a little bit, dude. I'll be all right. I'll make it. Just gotta breathe.